Hello, welcome to week 10 of Where's the Line? I'm your host, Jimmy Fenton, and it's Corville Cup and Everest weekend, and boy, oh boy, wow, we, I am excited. Uh, I'm your host, Jimmy. Uh, we're joined here by the regulars, Tyler, on the best Jews. Damn right, I'm the bloody best, Jimbo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, we're also joined by Regan Cisco Davis. Yeah, Jimmy, happy to be here. Good day, punters. Can't <laughs> wait for a big week. Uh, he needs one. Yeah, we, we, we all do. <laughs> all <of his> <laughs> Uh, and unfortunately, uh, Schmicky Holmes couldn't make it in tonight. I believe he might be working. However, we've got the next, bit, next big thing, because um, none of us can tip some winners, so we thought we might as well go to the next best thing to Tyler, and that's his brother. So here we go, Calm Jews. How are you, mate? Good. Privilege be you, James. Privilege, Privilege be you? Privilege. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, you should have seen him. Guys, we walked in, he was literally shaking. <laughs> he was nervous as ever. No notes. Wees would need. <laughs> I don't need Oh, he's going in for a rude shock, isn't he? Said winning is hereditary. All righty, so um, there's some absolute throwdown cards here. So we've got a great uh, uh, card at Caulfield, headlined by the Kilville Cup. And then in week we've got the world's richest race, the Everest. Um, and racing returned to Ascot last week, so we thought we might as well have a crack at the two features at Ascot, which, mind you, I think are bloody hard. Yeah, very hard. Usually at Ascot, you get you narrow it down to probably two, three max, and you're like, oh, yeah, that, you know, you can flick a coin on it, but... These fields here, I reckon there's six or seven that can win both yeah, prices. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I did my form on the tote prices so I couldn't see the prices because that would have factored in some things, but I just went off like who I think's best. But oh, it's going to be very, very hard, I reckon. All righty. All right, well, let's get straight into it. So, Regan, got a track report for Caulfield? Caulfield, I sure do, Jimbo. The Caulfield Carnival wraps up this Saturday, headlined by the first of the big three, the Caulfield Cup, over 2,400 metres. The weather is fine. This track is currently a soft four, and the rail is in its true position for the entire circuit. However, Jimbo, 15 mils of rain has fallen over the last 24 hours at Caulfield, and it's predicted to have... Uh, swamping 20 to 30 mils tomorrow and 10 to 15 mil on Saturday. It's going to be very wet, and I think um, as punters, we need to find horses with proven wet records here. I think you might be right, mate. I think definitely going to be a big factor this weekend. Um, you mentioned it's the third of the three big days. So we had the thousand skinnies on yesterday. We didn't do too much. No, I said the it's the first, Jimbo. No, it's the, f- oh, the, thir- the thir- first. The Melbourne Cup. Derby Day, the Caulfield oh, Cup, yeah, the true. big three. Yeah, but it's also the last of the Caulfield Carnival too. Yes, but nobody cares about the Caulfield yeah. Carnival. But, um, who, won, HQ. who won the 1,000 guineas yesterday? Um, yeah, 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 I got yeah, that. Yeah, with, yeah. After 30 seconds after it ran, I got it for the um, for the Derby. Oh, really? Um, oh, no. Um, what's the one run run on the Thursday? The, that one over 2,500? The Oaks. The Oaks. I got it for the Oaks. I got it at 13s. It's in the fives, so I'm pretty happy yeah, about that. Right. Yeah, but all right, let's get straight into it. So let's <laughs> go for that, Jim. <laughs> sure, all the punters want to hear about that. Jimbo's future, man. After, after, yeah. after it's already coming from 13 to 5. <laughs> if you didn't get on, not my problem. Uh, you would have had about 30 seconds. Jimmy's just flexing his muscles early. Oh, right, no. I know. Honestly, let's go. Uh, Caulfield, uh, race 9 of the Caulfield Cup. Let's get straight into the big business. Uh, Tyler Jews, you're all the best at the moment, so you may as well lead us off. So I found this extremely hard. It was definitely, I reckon, one of the hardest races this season just because of the barrier draws. Um, but I have gone incentivised. Uh, I do think it's the best horse in the race. This is the race he's been prepped for. Moody's been saying it all the time. I was filled with a bit of confidence in an article with uh, Pebble and Moody. They're not too worried about no. the um, barrier draw, which is very good but um the wet track as well he has right he's four four for four on soft but they have been benchmark 70 races and not not up to this standard but hopefully he can handle it but i was i was tossing up if to do just a top four with an incentivize and young werther or even explosive jack and incentivize or even juas from its wednesday win because I back well. I backed that what last week, and I told you just to watch like watch his few runs. Was it your best bet a fortnight ago? I think. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was. And that said, if he doesn't win today, then watch he'll, he'll watch him. He'll win another one. Um, but yeah, I'm just gonna go straight on the nose. Incentivize two dollars forty. But watch Young Werther and Explosive Jack. I reckon they're very good chances. Lovely, mate. Uh, Callum, jump on in, mate. Who we got? <laughs> Well, good ones think alike. Me and Ty have gone the same, and I'm pretty sure half of Australia are going the same. I'm going incentivised as well. I was a bit nervous because I was hoping it did go on two bucks, so I didn't have to get my dick out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now. We prefer the word, word choice of prong. Yeah. <laughs> prong. Keep it PG. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> yeah, number three, incentivise. Beautiful, mate. Uh, Ditchard? Yeah, um, interesting to hear what Tyler had to say. I do think Explosive Jack might be um, one of Australia's best chances of winning the Melbourne Cup this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very interested to see how he runs. Um, however, incentivise Barry 20, very hard race at Caulfield. Um, he's going to get a fair few bumps uh, and nudges along the way. There's no doubting he's a great horse. Um, the question here is, is he a superstar? Um, and I guess we will find out that if he wins the Caulfield Cup on Saturday. But, Jimmy, I can't take the $2.50, and I think the odds will only come shorter. Um, so I'm going to go on one of my favourites. I've been on him since his first ever run. I tipped him last start, um, and he almost wheeled in. Uh, incentivise at 30 to 1 so I think Young Weather has really progressed from a 3 year old I think he was superb second up 0.5 lengths off incentivise um, and he really made him work for it uh, so he handles the wet drawn superbly and he will be given every chance as a 4 year old gets nearly the minimum weight I think he goes around with 53 and a half kilos um, so I do think he's capable of this he's a classy horse and potentially come sun Saturday a Caulfield Cup winner. Yeah, I think he's a very good chance. Very good chance, right around the mark. Um, I'm with Callum and um, Tyler here. I'm going to go incentivise as well. Um, I read the same article as Tyler. I read another one as well, and it was talking about um, how the weather's going to play into it. And I was saying that being out wide actually might have a small benefit in the first couple of hundred just because they're going to be on the better part of the track. Yeah. So if he's going to look for the lead, he might actually get a little bit of a bonus from being out wide. So, you know. That's the rail position. True, true, yeah. So obviously it's optimistic um, talk, but I'm pretty happy to be optimistic. So I'm going to lock him in. But I think I got it at $2.60, but we'll lock it in at whatever. We'll go in between $2.50. I'll take $2.60. We'll take $2.60. <laughs> uh, I'll just I'll throw one out there. Uh, the old boy's big time under this. He's got a cheeky double on it to win the Melbourne Cup as well. Montefilia at 16. Um, I think that should run a big race as well. Yeah. So that could possibly be a nice little one to chuck in your, your tri- trifectas and quartets. All right, we move across to race 10, the Corfield Sprint, which has run over 1,000 metres. I think this is an interesting race here. A few um, different form lines, return of Mfar, who yeah. I'm pretty excited to see how he's going to go. Um, her. Her? Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Ditcho, who you like here, mate? Uh, righto, so I'm going to go with uh, one of my black bookers. He's a bolter. Good test here for the number six at $13. Currently, he's flying at the moment for Will Clark and... The ride from Meech last start won him the race um, when winning at this track and distance. Sent straight to the front, controlled, and was far too good for them late. Um, I really love these horses that are so progressive and uh, can race in any form, um, any pattern. Sorry, uh, doesn't matter if they're at the back, at the front, in the middle. Um, they He just finds a way to win. Um, I've always said winning form is good form, um, and he hasn't taken a stride wrong this prep. So happy to be with him here. Um, really hard to knock, I reckon, um, and a really genuine horse. So I reckon he'll be right there at 13 bucks. Beautiful. On the nose. Callum, who do you like here, mate? Uh, I'm with the 11 Enther. I think I bet on it when it was like $1.60 back. His last and he got beat? No, nah, well, his last win, I think it was. And I put 50 on it and I won 10 bucks, uh, $20 off it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm backing it again. Hopefully it gets up. But yeah, I know nothing about horses. I'm just better on the day. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, mate. You've got to give him a bit of confidence. You know what I mean? <laughs> mate, you can't, you're taller juices, brother, and you're older and you're better. Yeah, yeah I'll fill you with confidence then, Jimbo. Enter $4.20. I think oh, a super leader bias race, I reckon. There's, I think it's five probably leaders that can run this race. But I think probably there's probably three genuine chances that are leaders. Um Bayentha, she loves sitting on pace. Um, be, be very interesting to see how she plays out because she's got a wide barrier. So I'd like for her to take a sit. I don't want her to take on the lights of Oxley Road and um, Malkovich. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, her first two runs were super impressive. She's been with Black Booker since then. Her blue diamond um, wasn't too bad considering how hard she, how hard she went. And she did a right as well. And like up against like the likes of Animo and stuff and Artorias, so yeah, um, that was very impressive. But yeah, um, I'll be watching Oxley Road because I think Oxley Road is a very good chance and swats that as that huge odds at twenty six or something. And mm-hmm. if it plays out where all the horses, all the leader horses, try and fight for the lead, it's going to line up perfectly for yeah. a back marker and swats that's that. So I agree. Yeah, I was looking at swats that. I just thought that the weight on Oxley Road and Enfar was just a bit too much for yeah. it. 
So, um, but yeah, Swats was racing against Wild Ruler and Inferno, and they're racing the Everest this week. Yeah. So, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, well, on with the Niner, we've got Oxley Road. I was sit, I wanted to go Enfar, but I didn't see. I don't think it's had any trials. Nah, but she's good. Good first up, well, yeah. Yeah, but you, first, you always want up. you always want to see a trial, yeah. especially um, being a you know three year old um, growing up. So I'm with Noah Oxley Road. Um, he's a beauty. Uh, he's only gotten better each one he's had. Um, he's down to 53 kilos. Peter Moody is the trainer. Um, so I think he should have him in top order. His last run was a big show where he's one point eight lengths behind Master Crusado for third, which reads very well in this field, who's also in the Everest. So. Master, Master Crusado won't race, finish in the top five in the Everest, but... Oh, I'd like to see that. <laughs> All right. Uh, whatever you reckon, Tyler. Can't wait to get to the Everest. <laughs> All right, let's head across the Randwick. Did you show a track report? Right, oh, the richest turf race in the world, the Everest, will come around this Saturday at Randwick, and the 15,000,000-1,200-metre contest highlights a fabulous 10 race card. The weather is fine, the track is a soft five, and the rail is in its true position for the entire circuit. Beautiful, mate. All right, let's get straight to race five, the Kosciuszko, which is the richest country race in Australia. It's a big day for Sydney. They like to just throw money around to try and keep up with, with Melbourne. Yeah, true. <laughs> bit like, bit like Pinjara. Yeah. <laughs> the Magic Millions. <laughs> ja- Jack Shanahan. Shout out to Alrighty. Tyler? Tyler? We're going Kosciuszko? Yeah. Kosciuszko. Race five. Yeah. Nad, I don't even know how to say his name. Nadjara, 14 bucks. Um, I didn't know many horses in this race, to be honest. Apart Country from, horses, mate. Yeah, handle the truth. I've seen that race in some good races before. But I'm jumping on a leader with good wet form because the track is going to be definitely wet in round week. Um, and hopefully there'll be a bit of bias as well. So he's got a s- inside barrier, good leader. I haven't never heard of the jockey before, so I'm legit throwing, throwing it at the stumps here, which I don't really do often. But not my luck, I'll probably win it. So <laughs> no jar at 14 bucks. He was lucky as Tyler Callum. Uh, arrogant, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> That's arrogant, but that good. Well, you should put that next to your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you like here, Cal? I think, reading your notes off your screen, Jimmy, oh, I've gone the same as you, number three, Art Kadu. Art Kadu, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, like I said, I don't have notes for this shit, but looking at soft form, heavy stuff, it's good. <laughs> Distance to uh, once, to one once <laughs> from out of three times and two from the track, so... Never missed um, top two either. I'm in. I'm yeah. all in. Me and Cal, we're on number three, Art Cadeau, and the richest uh, country race in Australia. Let's go. Watching Callum is like seeing like a school kid trying to copy someone's homework right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. Can you slack? Not reading notes. He, he, he didn't <laughs> realise did, didn't realize what he was walking into, right? <laughs> yeah. I told him to study up. Uh, did you? Yeah, well, Jimmy, um, after hearing Tyler... Um, talk there. I'm actually filled with a bit of confidence because unlike Tyler sounds here, I'm sure Jimmy's the exact same as me, a uh, bit of a degenerate with watching country races. <laughs> so I am very well equipped for the Kosciuszko. <laughs> yeah. I've been waiting months to talk about this race and I cannot wait. Um, so firstly, before I tip, I do think Mr. Hustle um, is a very good bet at 21 at 20 bucks and $5 a place. Um, definitely worth a watch. I'll probably have a little flutter each way. But I'm so confident on this horse, Jimmy. I almost made my best bet this weekend. Fucking hell. Race five at Randwick, the Kosciuszko. I'm going number 14, Sunrise Ruby at $15. Is an absolute ripping mare for Mitch Beer. That has been kept on ice for this. If you have a Twitter account, Mitch has just about got to be your favourite trainer. He's hilarious. He's a very funny man. He's hilarious. Um, and he's doing an awesome job in Elbury with all his horses. So on a serious note, she's ticking along beautifully here. Comes out of the Tab Highway, giving them absolute spanking. Um, sitting off the good speed before slicing and dicing her way through the field. And she charged clear at the late. Gets a good um, charge clear at the end. Gets a good setup here for a suitable racing style. Um, and I don't even think she's a knockout chance. I reckon she's a dead set, genuine chance here. Is Definitely. That 15, is that one unit on the nose or each way? Uh, no, on the nose. 
Cool. Straight on the nose. Lovely. Uh, oh, funny man. story. So, um, uh, Reese Hensel, shout out to Reese Hensel from the footy club. Um, he's an old man, actually lives in Albury. He used to live, I think, in Albury or just down the road from there. And he knows Beersy pretty well. So, he's given you a few tips from Beersy, actually. No. And it, they usually run pretty good from old Beersy. So, let's hope for Regan's sake he can get it up and about again. <laughs> be great. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into the next race, Cow Juice, we want to get a bit out of you, mate. So, um, <laughs> what's, we want to hear what's the best win you've ever had on the punt? Uh, would oh, be, no. It wouldn't be much. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think it was one Sunday afternoon, me and Tyler were sitting at the at fish and chip shop. shop. <laughs> <laughs> Getting our crumb chicken and cheese. Yeah, we were just waiting there, and I was betting on Chartin, and um, I think I put like $10 or $17 on a trifecta and won two grand. Oh. <laughs> yeah. On oh, was it, no, it wasn't even there. It was when it was that we put, what, you gave me 10 bucks to put in my sports bet. Yeah, and then I bet on something and it won, and I was like, "I'm taking some profits as well here." <laughs> you cashed out though, and then I yeah, kept I cashed going. out, and he kept going, and then it wasn't. We got home, and I was putting in the horses for him, and it ended up winning. And I was like, "Oh, you trifecta one." Had to wait a while for the dividends race. So I was like, "Hold, hold on a minute, you just won a couple grand here." Yeah, sitting at Coles Meadow Springs. <laughs> <laughs> Happy that. Yeah. Exactly yeah. that. It's a nice little story. Sunday was good. <laughs> Lovely. All right, let's go to race six to the City Stakes over 1,200. Uh, Callum, start yeah, us off, mate. Let's go. Here we go. I don't even know who Dim down the brightness on your face. Honestly, don't know any one of these horses. But what? Big Paradis. Is that how you say? Yeah, it's yeah. on. I like its form. <laughs> it's raced seven times at different different uh, distance and won four times. It's got good, it's got good wet track form, so it's me. Perfect, man. He's going to be leading and he'll be pretty hard to run down, that's for sure. 70. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, $3.70 for Cow Jews there. Let's hope he can um, pull one out like Zach Moody used to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did you? Who do you like, mate? Um, going for twos, I believe that's the correct way to say it. Each way at $15 and $4. Powered home superbly when winning first up over 1,100 metres, then unleashed a powerful finish behind... On in Trivier, yeah, on Trivier, I believe. Yes. Um, in the group two, Sherico two back. Um, I think she's overseer, and I'm happy to be with her. Interesting here, I was actually tossing up, um, tossing and turning between the two good off and horses. Um, Kemitari, I thought it was pretty good. Um, first up, and I thought oh, I don't want to get burnt again, but I, I decided to go to Fatuz, and I reckon um, she is a good each way bet at 15 and fours. Um, I'm actually thinking I'm going to have a pretty good weekend tipping here, so I reckon. <laughs> um, every weekend. <laughs> I reckon she'll be picking up some units for me. Um, each way. On, yeah, she's each way, fifteen and four. So um, hoping to get what nine nine units or so thereabouts if she wins. Yeah, thereabouts, mate. Well, I might jump in. So he's just talking about tossing and turning. I have done the unfortunate. Yeah. Can't believe I'm saying this. I've gone Kimantari. No. <laughs> Four dollars fifty. Uh, it really pains me to put it on top, eh? Yeah. <laughs> but its first up run was unreal. It looks like he's back to the how he used to be before he... She. Went... No, it wasn't a he. It's a he. Kim and is a he. Is he going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he um, went went to go went to go um, have Stun, kids and, yeah. and couldn't fucking do it. Shooting blanks. Yeah. Well, so... you can't start when you're a gelding. Well, he get they gelded them because they, he was shooting blanks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Kim and Tari, uh, $4.50, Hugh Bowman aboard, big, big tick in my books. Oh, that's a... I, I like you, Bowman. I don't know why everyone hates you. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Fuck you, Tyler. Uh, uh, yeah, but it's all those 50 for me, Kementari. Yeah. Tyler? I'm not going Kementari. I think a lot of people are going to get sucked into getting on Kementari again. I don't know how it bloody won the last time. It was on. I was filthy. I had yeah. loaded up Zatori. I was like, this is this is my get out of here. And it, it fucking becomes second. part of the track. And he had a few things go his way, but geez, Zatori was impressive. still unlucky. But that form line looked pretty good too. Yeah. Well, we'll soon For find. We'll, soon, well, does this race before the Zutori race? Zutori's race. Maybe at the same time, yeah. I don't think Zutori wins that. I think he does not fourteen hundred. No, nah, in the wet as well. Not yeah. that good in the wet either. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah, I'm going Signor Signor Fox at four dollars sixty. Coming off a career best prep, I reckon. Yeah. Um, was disgraced most of, wasn't disgraced for most of his runs. Um, they were pretty impressive, and he's a backmarker, so backmarkers do get pretty unlucky. Yeah. Um, has had some very impressive trials, which I do like to see behind Classic Legend, and he won one as well. And the only issue I have is I'm unsure about his wet form. Um, but yeah, and I think Big Parody is the big danger because he's coming off some big wins, and 
he doesn't have the race fitness signal fox but i'm just having a crack at him because i was tossing him that one i i like it a lot it i've always seen pops a few, up just yeah. pops up at big odds usually yeah i've seen a few people um post a few things about him like on like in comment sections saying like signal fox is doing this and doing that so well, emergency for the Everest too yeah so that's, that's a good sign positive. but um yeah, so Signal Fox, $4.60. Beautiful. All right, we get to the other feature of the weekend, race seven, the Everest, which is run over 1,200 metres. The richest race, I mean, what's the prize made up to now? This is not like 15 million. It's 15 million, million. yeah. 15 million, unbelievable. So yeah. uh, whoever wins this is... And Kieran McAvoy's won it twice as well. Three, yeah. three times. Could be. He, he's already won it three times. He's already won it three times. Yeah, Red Zell. Once on Red Zell. And once, once on, on the seat legend. And how well, many the only other winner was Glenn Boss on Yes, Yes, Yes in yeah. 2019. So he's picked up, what, what did they get? Five percent? Oh, I think it's more, a bit more than that. In the Everest. Well, he's picked up a lot of money regardless. Yeah, <laughs> a couple <laughs> mil. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so let's just go to Tyler Jews because we know what. Oh, uh, who yeah. wants to go first, Regan or Tyler? I'll, we I'll, know where you go. I'll go. I'll, I'll go first because I've said <laughs> three years ago this horse was going to win at Everest, and you know what? I've got my notes here and whatnot. I'm just going to go off the script. I'm going to do the old crunch up the notes, throw them away, and just, and just go for the it, Jimmy. Because what, I'm, what I've, uh, I've come to grasp a couple of years ago when I stated on this podcast for our um, great listeners, Classique Legend's going to win an Everest. And Jimmy laughed at me, said, nah, not happening. Um, they just laughed it off, shrugged the shoulders. I said, it's going to win the Everest. 2019, um, a lot of people will forget that he ran in that Everest race. He was robbed. Shocking ride. Should have been right around the mark. I think he finished fifth in the end, um, only a length and a half off. Yes, yes, yes. Um, never got out to the 150. Last year, I said on the first episode of the pod, Classique Legend's going to win the Everest this year. Jimmy again leant back in his squeaky chair, started clicking his mouth and just laughed it off. Um, little did he know, he got absolutely smashed in the market Everest day. Um, and it didn't just win Jimmy, it demolished him. I've never seen a horse let down like that before. Um, actually, maybe once in the TJ Smith, which was also a grey gelding Chautauqua. Um, so, <laughs> very familiar. I love the grey horses. I love seeing them win feature races. Um, right, let's cut to the chase here. Yes, he's first up, which is a tough ask into a high-pressure race like this. But the facts are he won the race last year and has only has to run up to that level again to win. Les Bridge has an amazing understanding of this horse. Um, honestly, just strap into your seats on Saturday and watch Classique Legend become a dual winner of this race. It's going to fold. And also, Jim, I'm... Gonna have some heavy pockets because Jimmy's gonna owe me $150 this year when Clastique Legend wins. Well, you're owe <laughs> so, thanking you! <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna wipe that 50 over you clean. <laughs> uh, Tyler, who are you going, mate? Let's. Well, uh, I hard think... to back that one up, isn't it? Yeah, um, Clastique Legend just had a look. It's five bucks now, so that's pretty good. But I'm very nervous about this race. I want to change, but I do, I do think it might be against the rules. So No, I'll let it, I'll let it slide. Oh. Well, if I'll, he changes, he gets rid of his future bet. Yeah, so, yeah. Does that mean I get a double down on bet? And it's a negative two unit play. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll negative twenty. I'll stick to the grey, but geez, Eduardo looks like the goods to me. I reckon, like wet track form, um, like good barrier. What else? Like, he's beat, knocked off Nature Strip. Every, pretty much nearly every time he he's raced as well. Um, and then Nature Strip's three dollars twenty right now, which is a bit yeah. shocking. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. Les Brilliant hasn't filled me with confidence coming into this race. He hasn't been like full pumping him up, but I'm not sure if he just wants a better price on race day or not. But um, yeah, he. I'm a. That's what I'm a bit worried about. I'm not sure this his first up. How good is he? He how good he is at um, his first up record and stuff. And he's had a good few good trials, very good trials. But yeah, I'm a bit nervous about this race. I'll be having a few bets on this race. Eduardo, Seek Legend, and um, probably Inferno as well, Big Odds. But yeah. I'll be doing Seek Legend for the pod. Lovely. All right, Cal Juice, what do you like, mate? Uh, I did write down Nature Strip. I don't know why I did, but looking at it, I'm just going to go an absolute rough here. I think Tyler just said it, the Inferno. I think I last time I raced at Mooney, Mooney Valley, I had Wild Ruler, that, and Trekking. I won 500, so... He was the roughest, I think, out of them three. He was. So I'm going to back him. I'm just going to boil over in the Everest. 
I like he's it. A, he's actually a genuinely good chance. He has to be. He's like a superstar from Singapore. Um, he's f- what his run that I backed him. His last two runs have been exceptional. Yeah, his first run in the pod, I, I backed him, and he, he didn't race that well. No. But I think he had excuses. But his second one was unbelievable. Second one was unbelievable, and the last and one, last one's even better. So. It was one of the best runs I've ever seen at Mooney Valley. And they, I seen an article about it saying that they they were pr- trying to prep him for the Everest in the case in the hopes that he was going to get it, and they finally got it. So he, it's not like he's been shocked in his like plan to get up to the Everest. So yeah. And I think um, a good chance. And as you're saying, it runs over longer in Singapore, and yeah. it's been run over a thousand, so the twelve hundred should suit. Yeah, so it'll be very interesting. Put it this yeah. way, it's definitely worth an each way bet. That's yeah. for sure. Well, I'm going to go with the one I picked out from the get go, uh, number six, Mars Crusader. I think it's ten dollars now. Um, picked him out a couple of months ago. I'm going to stick with him. His last run, I think, two weeks ago, um, he got way far back. Almost got absolutely butchered, but Tommy Berry, lucky for him, got out and won the race. Um, he's got, so he's got some good winning form. He's five for six over the, the 1,200, um, and the only time he got beat was a second. So I think um, with the hop uh, speed at the front, he should be very, very, very close to running over the top of these and running straight past that grey cold classic legend. Alrighty, let's get across to... Race 8, the Craven Plate, which is over 2,000 metres. I reckon this is a bit of a difficult race. I think there's a few different things here. I wanted to go Hungry Heart, but it's got no wet form. Yeah, he can't back so it. So he probably can't back it, thanks to Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you who you like, mate? All righty. Jimmy, I did think this was quite a tough race, so I'm going to have a throw at the stumps here um, and go Yonkers each way at 26 bucks and $6. Overhauled the leaders for a surprise first up win over 1,500 metres. He was very strong late over the last 200 metres and surged to the line. Um, and we've seen that. I believe he's going to eat up this extra distance and he gets a whole extra 500 metres. Has some really good form over the 2,000 metres um, and his record shows that. So I think he has to be included among the chances and definitely in the quaddy um, in all your multiples throughout the day. So at great odds, I think he's definitely worth the each way ticket and his second up form speaks for himself. Unreal second up. So Yonkers, each way, $26 a win and $6 a place. Lovely. Cow Jews, what do we like, mate? Uh, I do think that think it over will win, but I've got, I don't know how to say, number three. I think, oh, Kian Nakatuke. I think your dad went out the other yeah, way. The, the Jap. Yeah, the Jap. I see Japanese and I'm all for it. So um, $8.50 win and two forty five to play. So I'm worried about his sweat track form. Nah, I'm good. I have heard you'll have a thing for Asians. Yeah. Lucky no one listens to this pod after the first couple minutes. Uh, Tyler, who you like, mate? Uh, I've actually gone as well, a bit of throw at the stumps because I am pantsing you boys, so I have a few units up my sleeve. Oh, listen to it. Um, I'm going bargain at 23 bucks. I've had this horse in my black book since it's second in the last year's Adrian Knox against Dewis. Um, I think she'll step it up a level this year. It's just a matter of a time when. I think she's the exact same as Dewis. I think she's going to be very good. Um, what is it? 2,000 metre, 2,400 metre racer. Of course. Um yeah, it, she has very good wet track form. And from Barry A, I, I, you will be seeing her doing her best work late. Um, but I'm going to assume that they're going to stra- scratch Hungry Heart as well because her wet track form is horrendous. So she'll be out. Um, Think It Over is obviously the best horse in the race. But three tries that are heavy and she hasn't placed mm-hmm. at all. So, But there's one in there I really like as well, Skylab. And that's... I yes. Mean, I, I looked just then, it's been crunch. I looked last night, it was in the 20s. Now it's into 11, so that's a big watch. Hutchie loves that horse too. Yeah, I wouldn't, I'll probably be doing a Quinella bargain and Skylab, to be honest. But yeah. Fuck, that gets up, you'll be paying a lot. I looked at both of those too. I looked at bargain because I backed it a couple of times when it was running around against Dwayne's. And Robbie Dolan on board as well. And Robbie Dolan had an awesome in on Profundo, so yeah. he's going to be fired up. Yeah, big time. You'll have Just a Just changed his Twitter photo as well, I saw. Did he? To Because that was his first group one. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, he was crying. Good on him. He was crying and everything on the... Uh, I didn't realise Profondo was, was a million dollar horse. Back in, mate. Yeah, it was 1.4. Yeah. How's it's got massive offers from Europe? Like, Europe want to buy it to go take it over to England and run oh, really? it in the... Um, mate, that Profondo's going to be an absolute superstar when he gets about four or five years old. Yeah. He's going to be... Better, mark a word to be better than very elegant, better than any other stayer in, our, in Australia. Right? Wow. It's a big call. I mean, how many group ones very elegant? Like seven? Seven. This guy's going to get eight. 
okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's already got, he's one, already got one. one at two, two years old. Yeah. Alrighty. The well, only problem with that oh, is three all the... Oh, three yeah, years. sorry. Keep on. Yeah. Alright, I'm going to go number two, Shared Ambition at $6. Uh, very unlucky not to win last time. Uh, gets a nice barrier. Soft track, which is a big tick. Uh, loves the distance, uh, as I said, like like soft and heavy, and I think um, at six dollars should be right around the mark. I think it's a better bet than um, think it over because at two dollars, I'm thinking two thirty, big weight. Yeah. Well, yeah. not well. It's raced that way. But... Yeah, I think Shed Ambition at six dollars looks like a nice little bet there. Very good. All right, we're going to go to race nine, the Bentley Saint Ledger over twenty six hundred. Uh, Ditcho. Looks like you got something to say, so you may as well spit it out, eh? Uh, no, I actually retract what I was about to say last time. Luckily, I didn't say it because I would have sounded very stupid. <laughs> um, so it's always good when you keep your mouth closed. Um, I was actually just looking at your tips and something down in your um, race to race double I actually have as one of my bets. Um, so very funny. Be good to your mother? Yeah, be good I was going to say it to you before, but you were pretty intense in your notes. Yeah, I had my head in my nose thinking, I've got to get some units. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you need them. <laughs> um, righto, so Jimbo, at the last race we're tipping here, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so I found this a pretty hard race, to be honest. Um, I think it's just that classic Sydney Randwick race where anything can kind of pop up at any ridiculous odds and probably rule you out of the quaddy. Um, so saying that, I've gone perfect deal each way um, at $11.50 and $3.50 currently. Um, I want to take it on top tote if we can do that for the pod. Um, so an each way bet. Regan Bayless is um, just living up to the first name at the moment. Um, has had <laughs> an absolutely tremendous spring. Uh, and I think he can potentially add to the collection here. Honest Mare um, is perfect deal. Draws well. And I believe she's going to get a perfect run in transit. So tricky race and I'm happy to go a bit wider here. Um, and hopefully it's a perfect choice. Nice man, <laughs> very good puns. Great puns. usually when he's in the pot, he loves them. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does love a pun, eh? <laughs> Tyler, who do you like, mate? Um, I'm going in ten or in tight. Can't remember. In four ten, bucks. Yeah. Um, been loving this guy's runs lately. Ever since oh, I think it was Modra got me onto it. it might have been. Yeah, I think so. I think it might have been at your grand final, and I, I watched it ever since um, and backed it as well. Super effort against Montefiore last start, and this field is much weaker than that. Yeah. Like, I spe- oh, it's ridiculous. I think he should be way shorter than four bucks. Um, I think he can handle his weight. He's a, a pretty decent-sized gelding, um, and he's got the best front-running jockey, I believe, anyways, and Timmy Clark on board. So he can shoot out a barrier five, take the lead, and he can control the race. So I think four bucks, four bucks twenty or whatever he is, is very good odds for him. And yeah, yeah. I nearly put him as my best as well. Lovely. I'm going to jump in. I'm with you, Tyler. I'm on N10 at $4.20. He's one of my favourites. I've backed it probably eight of its last ten runs, I reckon. And for a bit there, I was getting a bit un- impatient, but I'm happy I've stuck with it because he's been right around the mark. Um, at second behind Montefiore, reads really well, as Tyler said. Um, and I think I've gone up and weight rightly so, and 2,600 I think should suit. And yeah. watch him absolutely pants these guys. Yeah. Cow Jews, what do you like, mate? I've got the same as Regan. I've gone uh, number 13, perfect deal. Don't know why. I was Tyler messaged me last night, I think at 9.30, saying, so do you want to come on the pod? So I was looking at my phone at 10 o'clock, half asleep. Don't know why I picked number 13, but whatever Regan said, I'm going with that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping Jeez. on the bed. If you, if you win any bets, <laughs> I'm going to be that off. It's got to probably be I this sit one. there on a Wednesday night, down there, in my computer, hour and a half, typing away, looking up form, and if you fucking you think it over. You should have seen last year, it was the absolute robbery, Zach Moody. Oh, Zach Moody. I was going to say, Zach Moody took one away. And just look, you wouldn't know what it was, and then say... Yeah, number three. I just have a feeling. <laughs> yeah. and that would be, uh, and like, as long as your best bet and your and your feature bet isn't international, you get a, you get uh, a pass. I thought about it. I thought about moves. I was like, oh, what do I do? The moods, the legacy. Yeah. She's, if you'd come in and done that, that moody would be ringing us tomorrow morning. I'm coming back next week. I'm not missing out. I Cal, can't let Callum Jews take my fucking Mr. Bond. Cal actually said to me on the way in that he's going to do a Dapto dog race as his best bet. Uh, I thought about the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's got a he's got a little Bob. segment in. Uh, yeah, the end of the night, that. Oh, beauty. All right, let's head across to uh, our backyard, Ascot. You know, it's great to have it back. Great to be there. I can't wait to get down there and have a few bevs and punts with the boys. Probably in the next couple of weeks. Let's face it, I won't be too far away. Uh, did show? 
You, yeah. you call yourself the king of the cots? Or? I do call myself the king of the cots because I'm the only bloke on this podcast that tips group one winners at Ascot. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, um, I was so, put Ascot at the end of that. Yeah, so, so I'm, uh, I'm very happy to be back at Ascot. And actually funny that I mentioned Group 1, um, Race 7 is where we're starting off, isn't it, Jimbo? Yeah, the Crawford, um, Crawford Stakes. Stakes. Um, I think it's a quite a hard race because uh, you can almost make a case for any of these horses here. I think this is the pretty much the hardest race in Perth for a couple of years. Yeah, it's, um, it's really wide open and also interesting to follow... Um, I like to follow the jockeys around this time of the year. Obviously, Willie Pike is in tremendous form, as he always is, more or less winning, I reckon, half of the races that go around on a Saturday, week in, week out, throughout spring. Um, interesting jockey to watch this week is Clint Johnson-Porter. I think he rode four or five winners um, last Sunday, um, and he's been in really good form. Yeah, he steered my fucking horse into the fence. I can't stand him, mate. <laughs> Ste- I can't no, stand he's him. A, he's a brilliant jockey, but, jeez, he steered my He horse. loves to put him on the fence and go for that miracle run up the inside. Yeah, my, my horse needs a bit of time to wind up, and he was sitting there waiting for a run. I'm like, what are you uh-huh. doing? To get him out. Yeah, I was pretty off it. <laughs> I had yeah. a bit of money on it. I was down at the pub with Schmicky and... We had a, we had both had a fair crack at it, and I tipped, nev- it, tipped uh, about ten people in the pub, uh, and they, they just been, said, "Yeah, Jim, shut the fuck up." I've never <laughs> had my syndicate manager be this confident. He goes, "I'm so bullish on this horse this weekend. Um, the only way he loses is bad luck or uh, bad riding, and both of those things happened. He was behind Porter Johnson's known for it, mate. I'm yeah, telling behind you. The, like the horses, miss the kick. Like he watch him next run. He I think they're going to back him up in a week. So yeah, yeah, just watch out for him. He can pull off a miracle. <laughs> if he gets up. I shouldn't be saying this because every time yeah, I tip him, you fucking lose. Yeah, I love seeing Tyler tip him and just put a unit there. I'm thinking, yeah. come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding my fingers because I say, don't get out. <laughs> um, so, so I've just absolutely dribbled my way probably through three minutes and um, we've really gone off the railroads here. So I'm going Elite Street. Um, he's one of my all-time favourites. Tipped him at 21 last year in the winter bottom. Thought his Melbourne prep was disappointing, but he did have excuses, so I'm happy to forgive and forget about that. Um, and I believe he'll probably make a trip over to Melbourne in the Melbourne um, in the autumn time next year. So his best is far too good for this lot. Let's be honest. I'm just not sure how he's progressing, progressing this year, um, and how he's gonna sh- if he's gonna show up on Saturday. But I'm happy to take take him on. Um, and find out and see if the game was worth it. So five dollars fifty, I think it's pretty good price for a Group One winner in Perth. When you can probably throw your hand over how many Group One winners there are in Perth at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, Elite Street five dollars fifty. Lovely, mate. Not scared of the first up record. No, nah, no. I I know a lot of horses. Um, they can have second up woes and first up woes, but I think Elite Street if he's got class, he draws well. And I don't know. I just guess we'll find out. Lovely. Tyler? I'm going... I found this race very hard as well. Um, I'm glad I did it. Did my form with the tote prices because I didn't... If I looked at the fixed odds prices, I probably would sway. But just looking at now, I did back the favourite, which is Indian Pacific. I think he's at $3.10. He's a talented gelding with an awesome record. Good second up record. Only losing to Samersdout by just under a length as well. And Samersdout ran a pretty good race the other week. Yeah. Um, and he ran good over East as well. He got second in the new market. Um, only just lost to Zutori. Yeah. So that reads super Mega. well. Um, hope he can get a sit behind Mervyn. Um, Mervyn Bennell. And show, show, his, show his good turn of foot. And um, hopefully get the money. Love you, mate. Shout I, out to Mervyn. I know he's a big fan. Schmicky Holmes will be very happy with that one. The old Parn and Parnum yeah, double. Yeah, Parnum Parnum special, that is. So. Yeah. Uh, cow? I didn't even know we were betting on this race. Tyler didn't tell me we were betting on this race. Oh, you checked messages, mate. Oh, They're bloody there. I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's no race seven us. Well, stop sucking and give us a tip. <laughs> but yeah, I'm same as Tyler. Number two, Indian Pacific. <laughs> Pretty sure it, did, it raced over in Flemington, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. it did. That, yeah. The new Come market. second in the new market. Oh, one of well, the biggest script ones. There you go. Put 50 on it. Um, that was Cal's segment. We gave him 30 seconds in the mark. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um... I was honestly sitting on Indian Pacific, but I've seen it drew wide, and it likes to uh, dictate the pace. I know it can sit off, off of them, but there's a bit of pace in the race. Swerving Mervyn is going to go Swerving hard Mervyn on shits that me. Yeah. yeah, Chrissy Parnham's going to ride him straight yeah. into the bricks. Yeah, Swer- Swerving's just put me off of it, eh? So That's the only way Mervyn win is if he bursts out and try and get them to catch him. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I've gone... Um, Can we stop saying Mervyn? <laughs> I've gone number four, Stageman at $4. I backed it heaps of times last prep. 
had a um, punters club bet on it one day. I think it got it at six dollars, and it it stormed and just missed. So I think he's going to win this time though. So Pikey aboard. Good first up stats. For some reason, whenever the, like, the feature races come to um, come to Ascot, Pikey turns up for the first yeah. couple of weeks there. He's always mm. very good in the first few weeks of Ascot, I reckon. So four dollars. I think it's a very good bet there. He'll get, he'll be able to sit behind speed from barrier five, and hopefully just run straight run straight past them. So yeah. Let's get across to race eight, the Norbley Stakes. What an absolute superstar horse that was. Um, Discho, who you like, mate? Uh, yeah, I find this race pretty hard as well. Um, so I. I found probably the Ascot race is the hardest to tip. Yeah. Um, I think because I have an emotional connection to a lot of these horses as well. I've been at the races and had good days or, yeah. or bad days kind of thing. And you, you can't forget sometimes when these horses are burning. And also, you can't forget when you've... Like riding them home in the I last race. I think in race each race you've home. been on at least three or four of them yeah. if you've ever back back to Ascot. Um, but yeah, it's wide open fair. Um, and you know Taxigano used to be one of my favourite horses when I first started punting. He I springs up, but like he's probably yeah, last. He's he's time, this week he won this race last year at a hundred to one dollars. Yeah, well, we after down, Yeah. Um. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was what like, do you know? Same week. Back in again. Yeah, and we had the Footy Awards night the same day. Taxigano, so um, I'm wary of it. I don't think it can win. Uni time at $12, I think, is a pretty good bet. Um, but anyway, sorry, I need to stop listing off five horses. Um, so I'm going number five uh, again. Uh, I'm just going to back with what I already know, what's under the hood. KC at $21 and $5.50 a place. Um, quality mare resuming. Only the one winner in fresh, however. She is superb um, in this distance, four wins from six starts and thrives over here on the track with um, track and distance having two wins. Um, I certainly wouldn't be surprised to see if she pops up at double figures. Um, really interesting market watch. And I think if she runs well, she's going to have a good spring. So I'm, I'm more or less on her just to see how she's progressing into her first run. The big spring carnival, I think. That's another yeah. group one winning horse in WA. Mm. Yeah. And right now, if it wins, I'll be fucking spewing. Yeah. I reckon I've backed that about no. six times in the last ten runs, and it's done the fucking dirty air. So I'm, I'm giving that one the miss, personally. But if it wins, I'll be straight back on. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, who do we like, mate? Um, I'm going Regal Power. I just sent it's 13 bucks. So I will, overs. Yeah, mm. I think that is overs. It won the also mile, and it was knocking off some good horses there. But I think the reason why his price is because of its up. first up and its injury as well. But if he pulls out like how much of a class horse he is, he'll brain these like, horses. I agree. Who's a favourite Western Empire at three bucks? Yeah. And has a good first up record on Willie Pike on that horse as well. So that's, that, that well. probably mm-hmm. sways a lot of people. But yeah, um, has had some good trials leading up to this. So that first up record could be out the window as well because. Um, you could look at his fourth up record and stuff depending on how, how hard it went in these trials because I haven't watched him but he has won a few um, but yeah Regal Power I might just do the each way bet I reckon yeah lovely Cow Juice who are you like mate? Uh, I don't know why but I've got this horse black booked <laughs> can't tell you why but number 10 last of the line <laughs> that's all I've got. <laughs> like, I actually don't know. Is, why. is that the Trevor Andrews or Simon Miller? Simon, Simon. It's paying twenty-one dollars to win. Eleven, one barrier, number one barrier. Yeah. Oh, well, could, could, could get some pace. Yeah, could, could yeah. jump up on the pace. Uh, yeah, oh, could tell you why, but each way or one unit on the nostril. Ah, uh, well, yeah, on the nose, on the nostril. Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah. You, I like do, it. you know, every bet you put in, like you got to bet on yourself. Right. Yeah, so fifty bucks each race. <laughs> yeah. I want to see fifty buck bet slip at twenty one. Yeah, and I can't wait to show it to the really, uh, real estate agent or <laughs> <laughs> well, the mortgage broker. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to jump in. So I'm on number eight, Uni Time at twelve dollars and three dollars seven. I'm going to go each way. Um, it's very nice run first up, and he won. Uh, good odds. Uh, he's been threatening in this class for a long time. Absolutely flies home and just always misses. So I'm feeling like this prep could be finally its luck. So it's got a nice barrier. So it should get a nice little sit. And hopefully it does what it did last time and wins. So let's get across to our best bets. Um, Ditcho, best bet, mate? Best bet. Uh, I feel like I probably want to get a couple of laughs here. I'm going pride of Jenny. Oh, yep. You're getting some laughs. $8.50 <laughs> and $2.50. Previous crackjack. Who nearly stole the blazer at Big's o- Big Odds last start? Um, just firstly, before I dive into it, I'm not a Colette fan. I never have been, never will be. So happy to lay um, him here. So just caught the eye 
in the concluding stages. Um, Was it the same race? Start. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so fuck. she's in a career best form. She's fitter and harder to run down at third run in. Um, most importantly, she loves to get her toes wet. So I'm happy to stay on her this weekend um, and hopefully add a handy top up to my unit count when I make a very early pull out at the top of the 400 metres straight and start coming for Tyler, who's booted a few lengths clear. I'll happily jump in over Regan because Colette's absolutely going to brain them. He's, well, she's going to absolutely brain them. But I don't know how that, she's already into what, $2 something now. I've sent her at $3 and 10 cents. In this field especially, she's versus some pride of Jenny. Like, this, this horse is like a group winning horse and I think it's top, in the rain. Top three best in Australia in the wet. Yeah, and it, only, well, not, well, up against Incentivise and Behemoth and wasn't that far off them. And pride, can you imagine Pride of Jenny racing against Incentivise? Probably wins. <laughs> <laughs> after at the Ritz, back of the field. After the He's probably yeah. still going to the first well, so I like my units both on the nose at $8.50. So 17 units. Well, thank you for donating them. Because yeah. me and Tyler are both going to get... Are you, I, don't, I honestly don't see any other danger in the field. If, if, if Pride of Jenny wins, Mate. if Pride of Jenny wins, I'd like this... 30-minute debate to be the opening start of next week's podcast. Done. I'll, I'll have a do it. Yeah. Mate, I, I'll get my prong out. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep I'll get my prong out. Colette well, could run at $10 and it's still going to beat Pride of Jenny. It's yeah. not even funny. Maybe. What difference does the price make? Well, I'm going to get the prong out regardless. That's what I'm trying maybe, to get at. Maybe Aidensfield, even Stein. Like, Stein, they're the only two. Yeah, but Pride I, of Jenny. Pride of Jenny will be like, or maybe top four unless, it make, unless it's a hell leader bias track. And that will probably undo Colette. But it's used to already coming. That's the only thing. Yeah. That's the only thing. The only thing that will undo Colette. Backtracking. Who else is backtrack. the next bet? Yeah. All right. So yeah, me and Tyler are both on Colette. All right. Uh, so that's the best bet. And we'll take the three dollars ten. Yeah. That's our best bet. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wicked! I love it. That's better. <laughs> what do you think we'd get into this much? Oh, wicked! Well, you got into me last week, and the thing drifted and had. Missed the start by a couple of lengths, went to the back when it was a leader and just missed out and win it. Yeah, we were just pulling piss out of your butt. Um, <laughs> oh, wicked. I love this. Nah. Quite a Jenny, come on. Right, and if you're going right on a form, you'd be jumping on my back because you're not jumping on Cisco's back. Well, that's either. what I have done. I'm jumping on, <laughs> jumping on Tyler's back up to Colette. Uh, Cal, who do you like, mate? Also uh, Pride well, of Jenny. No way. <laughs> when none of them win, you can go to last race at Eagle Farm. Number two is Simply Flying. It is... Going to be two from two, first up. It's six th- bucks. Three reads. from three at the distance. It's not looking good on the track, <laughs> but yeah, if you're down in the dumps, bet on it. Lovely, paying six bucks. I like it. Thanks, Mister Moody. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get across the ditchos, Cracker Jack. The Cracker Jack. Ah, uh, yes. Rider Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> um. So three. I, I reckon it was a good, good um week this week for the Cracker Jack. I actually had a good search round. Um, and I was disappointed with my bet yesterday um, at Ascot, the one I tipped the 80-odd dollars, because I, I had a few bets around there that I thought were good bets at Mantellini. Um, I think About fifth or sixth, I think. It yeah. actually it come out, and it didn't look too bad. I just thought it was over the odds. Yeah, it shouldn't be that bad. Um, so I thought, why not have a crack? Anyway, sorry. Um, so one of my favourites here, previous crack, Jack, um, be good to your mother. Um, I think it more or less says that you'd be good to your mother. Um, if you believe in karma, yin and yang, do the good things. Good things come back to you. So at $9, looks to be back on track. Hadn't done much since his Rupert Clark win. Um, and his stable tried to get him to take a seat. I never understood it because I always remember be good to your mother as a Later. front um, horse kicking on. Uh, and then when he was at the back um, taking a seat, and it just doesn't have that um, turn of foot, that acceleration that you need. Um, to be winning those races in such high class races as well. Sorry, I've been dribbling a lot this podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, we nearly so I think, gonna <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to win. Yeah, I think he's going to win. That's it. Be good to your mother. Perfect, mate. I'll jump in for Jim's race, race double, because I've got be good to your mother the place. I think it, this last run was unbelievable. I think the thing that ran over it's an Shalette's an absolute superstar. And, um, yeah, and then I've got Colette to win. So, so I'm a bit worried about that, because you did that with September run and September run run actually ran backwards <laughs> so that could be a curse your little best bet into your race to race double yeah that was terrible wasn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> yeah, he was I got messages by that two or three blokes saying Jim why do you like it so much you go it just has to win if it doesn't win it's. Really a, I literally said if it doesn't win they just gotta retire it 
And then it finished, and I said, it doesn't have to do, it just get me retired. It has to be sent to the glue factory, because that yeah. thing was fucked. I've never, apart from Regan going on about Pride of January, I've never seen someone ramble on about a horse like that before. Yeah. Oh, well, Tyler, <laughs> got a future bet for us, mate? Sure do. Uh, we're going to the Victoria Derby, and I'm going Forget You at six bucks. I think I mentioned it um, for the Guineas race, and it ran pretty well, um, considering it's Distance is going to be preferred over over. Yeah. Uh, preferred over over. Um, awesome run in the guineas. And from what over, I've read... Comma, over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, from what I've read, they are targeting this guy for this distance and for this race as well. So I think the guineas was just like a second thought. Um, they do have Animo as favourite, but I don't see Animo getting over 2,400 metres. Like, Cox Plate, it, uh, he'd probably do well because he's got such a low weight. But borderline, he'll probably be able to make the 2,000 metres. So... I don't know how easy... I think he's second favourite for the Cox Plate. I'm loading it. Animo? I'm loading it. Really? I'm going to load it. Fuck. I think it's winning. I think Zaki wins still. Even though I had a pretty bad run and Craig the Butcher Williams like didn't do it that many favours and it was a firm track as well. He can't, I nearly put that as my future bet. Zaki, three bucks for the Cox Plate. I'm and, loading up Animo. Really? Mm, I'm, I'm huge <laughs> on it. That's good news for me. So, um, Anyways, forget you um, for the Victoria, for the Derby. So Lovely. get on now, six bucks, Animo won't go there. So Perfect. And to- uh, Callum, what have we got, mate? You got, a s- <laughs> se- you got an international horse? What do you got? Special Dapto Juicy. Nah. Same race multi. Just the same race multi. I, I love a same race multi, especially with the when you get place three. And I get, agree. Yeah, I love I, it. I love them. I love them. So I think it's first race at Caulfield, 9.15 in the morning. Lovely. Uh, can't tell the odds, but I'm going to go number five. Senior's Express. That one. Oh, that's been absolutely smashed in the market. What, you open it at $11 something to $5.50. You need I to think. put all your little things up on Sportsbet. Nah. And then number seven, Mimi's Award. So probably top four. You could, And you can add the favourite in there, but I'd probably just go number seven and number five, top four. Just both run top four? It should pay right. over maybe three bucks. What, five bucks for Senior's Express right now to win, and Mimi's Award is... I think it's at 12 or 13. It's... 13. 13. So, yeah, you should get a pretty decent Probably points. $4 or $5, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. Good start oh, to the day. Beautiful. I'm, I'm going to back it. And I hope that cow backs it for me. And we can <laughs> we can roll into the awards night with a pocket full of cash. Yeah. And rolling out with a couple of trophies. I'm going to be rolling <laughs> with a big pocket full of cash after I load up on Kalea beating fucking Pride of Jenny. You and me both, mm-hmm. brother. And I'm lame. I'm going to do an exactor Pride of Jenny into Colette to come second. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> if that happens, I'll probably headbutt myself in the head. Yeah, you are, I won't be rocking out this week if Pride of Jenny wins. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. All right, that wraps us up. This one dragged on a little bit, unfortunately. Ah, good bit of, bit bit of lag on the episode. Good so. to me. People want it. I've actually yeah, the listeners have been hitting me up. They're like, we want longer episodes. Mm. I'm like, I'll get back to you on that. Exactly. More races. There's a lot of races. Oh, for to be fair, they had no a, one needs Tyler up. To be fair, <laughs> Tyler and Cal had a family dinner that they didn't want to attend. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Fiona. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Fiona. All right, that wraps us up. Remember, where's the line?